Well, it's the day after the Super Bowl and the day after the Kansas City Chiefs secured their fourth title and third in five years, an overtime triumph once again piloted by the king of clutch, Pat Mahomes, whose legacy continues to grow. Sports Radio 810 WHB is the heartbeat of the sports conversation in Kansas City. Now, Todd Lebo was there at Allegiant Stadium. He's back on the ground in Kansas City. Todd, welcome. Great to have you back on SEN. Oh, thanks so much. What a wild uh, week that was, man. Las Vegas is something at any time of the year, but I've never been to Las Vegas on Super Bowl week because it's the first time they've ever had it. It was it was wild, and the game lived up to all the hype. Did it ever. So let's talk about your Chiefs first because this is a franchise now well and truly accustomed to winning, and I'm sure Kansas City probably expects. But what's the mood like there on the ground? Because this one was, uh, well, this one was dramatic, Todd. Yeah, for sure. I think actually last night the the, the craziness down in the, what they call the Power and Light District, that's the downtown area of Kansas City, was even more electric than in past years. And, and it's kind of surprising because, listen, it's a little bit old hat. I don't want to sound like it's, like it's boring, but I mean, you've won three of them in five years. You'd think people wouldn't go as crazy, but this was a special journey for this team. You know, they finally had to go on the road in the playoffs, and they were underdogs in their last three games. So there was a lot built up with these fans. So it, it really was wild. The team is on their way back today and there will be a parade in downtown Kansas city on Wednesday, which is Valentine's day. Uh, so the whole town will be red and hearts and all that stuff. So it, it's, it's really electric. And you, you listen, this city went 50 years without winning a super bowl. Yeah. And it's a bigger deal now than it was when they won in, you know, the 69, 1970 season. And it, 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 the game has gotten bigger and bigger and bigger. And not, I mean, all the, you know, like you guys know, Taylor Swift is heading out your way from, from America. And she was at the game last night. All, all that gets more attention on it. And Patrick Mahomes is just bigger and brighter. And it's, it's crazy. I cannot believe it's happening in little old Kansas city. Yeah. So just on little old Kansas city then, I mean, I'm sure you've been asked this in many different ways over the years, Todd, but now that they've, you know, this is a, this is a dynasty now. What are these individuals, especially the superstars, the, the Pat Mahomes, the Travis Kelsey's of the world, how are they, how are they received in the city? Can they go anywhere? I mean, what level of fame and celebrity are we, are we talking about over there at the moment? Well, it's, it's pretty interesting. We are a nice little city, and there have been times in the past four or five years where, you know, nice stories where Patrick Mahomes and his, his wife had gone to dinner or something and no one bothered them. But that's probably – those days are gone. So they don't go out much, you know what I mean? Um, and Travis Kelsey used to be able to do whatever he wanted, but he didn't go anywhere anymore. I mean, it's like his, his fame has gone up exponentially. I mean, they, we don't have paparazzi running around Kansas City, but once he started getting involved with Taylor Swift – he lived in like a regular neighborhood and there were, you know, paparazzi people out taking pictures. So he had to move. So, you know, got a gated community now, so they can't kind of get in there, but it, you know, for the most part, they really are still a fabric of the community. They do a lot of community things. They have, uh, you know, charities that they're involved in, but you won't see uh, those two in particular at the grocery store. You know what I mean? Mm. Most everyone else can kind of go around and do things and people are pretty nice. You know, they let them go. But those two in particular, it's a different story. Just coming back to the Super Bowl, and, and in fact, the whole campaign for, for the Chiefs. So as you touched on, Todd, they did it the hard way this time. It certainly didn't go all their way in season. And then on the road, of course, in the playoffs and under serious pressure in the first half in Vegas. So where does this title rate in this five-year sequence, do you think? Well, I think it's their most impressive one, for sure. Now, listen, I say that, and I'm thinking back through five years ago, 
when they were down 24 to nothing in the playoffs at home against Houston and came back and won that game. They've been down in every Super Bowl they've played. But this one was different, right? Um, they, they're getting a little bit older. The window that you have to win Super Bowls is a little clo- more closed than it was maybe last year or two years ago because Tyreek Hill's not on this team. But they've continued. I, I, I tell people this all the time. You know, Tom Brady was the quarterback of the Patriots for 20 years. So when he won his last Super Bowl for the Patriots in 2018, um, it's like he threw a touchdown pass to someone who watched Tom Brady win his first Super Bowl when they were in like fifth grade. You know what I mean? So there is someone out there catching passes in the backyard from their dad who's probably going to catch a playoff touchdown from Patrick Mahomes at some point in their life. (laughs) Does the quarterback stick around, you know? So the the people will shuffle through, but – the quarterback is the star. And as long as he's there, it's, it's going to be the, the window will be open for you, but this was a tough road. I mean, they lost four games at home this year. They were turning the ball over. They couldn't catch the ball and they just figured out a way to get it done. And they went on the road and beat Buffalo, which they didn't think people, people didn't think would happen. The Ravens were historically one of the best teams in football ever. They went there and they won. And then they were still underdogs despite doing all of that against the 49ers team. So Patrick Mahomes said it last night on the podium. Mm. You don't ever call the Kansas City Chiefs underdogs. That's what he said. And they, they never have an underdog mentality. But they certainly put a chip on their shoulder, and they, they get angry about it. They read and they hear everything. So oh. they are, they're able to use it for motivation. Oh, I love that. The Kansas City Chiefs are never underdogs. Just know that. That is a great quote. We're chatting to Tom Lebo. who's always been very good to us over there at Sports Radio 810 WHB in Kansas City. As you touched on, Todd, they always find a way. I mean, he always finds a way, Pat Mahomes. It was almost inevitable, that final drive. So, look, on paper, the resume, I mean, as an outsider, it looks as though there's some serious work to do to catch, you know, Todd Brady, but Tom Brady. But where do you sit on the whole GOAT debate and, and with, with Pat Mahomes? And, and, yes, I know I am speaking to potentially the mayor of, of Kansas City Sports Radio here when I ask you this question, but where do you sit on the debate? Well, here's the deal. I mean, the, there are always these eras. We have this conversation in, in America all the time with NBA, you know, Michael Jordan and LeBron James, you know, Michael Jordan never lost in the NBA finals or LeBron James went a whole bunch of times. When you watch LeBron James play, he's physically probably better than, than Michael Jordan. He's taller, stronger, all those kind of things. And they'll, you'll have these fights about it. In the end, it doesn't matter. But I know this, it bothers Patrick Mahomes that he has only lost three playoff games and two of those were to Tom Brady one of them in Patrick's first year as a starter when they lost at home to Tom Brady, who went on to win the Super Bowl the next week. The next week, And then two years later, he lost to Tom Brady in the actual Super Bowl. So in Patrick Mahomes' mind, he knows that he lost those two games. He mentions it when he talks about it. And if you just do a little quick math, what if he hadn't lost those two games? Certainly one of them, he would have won a Super Bowl, the one against the, the Buccaneers, and maybe would have won another Super Bowl, which you'd already be caught up with at that point. <laughs> mm. But he didn't. So in the end, he may end up not winning as many Super Bowls as Tom Brady, but he's a better football player than Tom Brady. I don't know if anyone has ever played National Football League quarterback the way that Patrick Mahomes has the last five years, and that's that's enough. And you know, it is it is a, a debate that will happen. But then again, there's there's probably some kid running around right now in seventh grade who may be the next Patrick Mahomes. You just never know what's around the corner. That's the wonderful thing about sports. No, very well put. Very well put. The famous line, you know, you mentioned Michael Jordan. The famous line, of course, in the NBA in his era was was MJ saying himself, they still got to come through Chicago. Is it? Have we got an NFL equivalent now? You still got to go through Kansas City? 
Yeah, for sure. Hey, this morning uh, at the at the annual press conference with the winning coach and the Super Bowl MVP, they were already asking questions about three P. You know, <laughs> so there you go. You get you get one night to to be happy, and then the next question is, are you going to win three in a row? And no one has ever won three Super Bowls in a row. So there you go. If they do that, then that's one thing that you can put up on the the mantle with trophies and say Tom Brady never did that, nor did anybody else. But it's hard, man. They have played so deep into the postseason for for six years in a row. There's their off seasons are shorter than everyone else's, and they have a lot of things to work with contracts and all stuff like that. And there's lots of people pulling at them in all ways. Um, but they have a very focused head coach and a very focused general manager and a very focused quarterback. And that is the thing you have to have. Patrick Mahomes, for all the money he's made and all the stuff he's done and everything that's going on, he still is as dedicated as ever as winning. And you don't find many guys like that. Tom Brady was one of them. He never got soft. He never got too caught up in anything else. He just wanted to win, and that's the way Patrick Mahomes approaches it. But even with, with doing all that, they very easily could have lost that game. They very easily could have lost the game to Philadelphia two years ago, mm. but they won them. So I, it's the, the, the line is thin in the National Football League, and everybody is gunning for them. Now, I acknowledge here, Todd, there's all sorts of cultural and other differences here, but I've got to say, as an Australian sports fan, seeing uh, Travis Kelsey physically confronting his coach, Andy Reid, I mean, did the win mask what could have been, you know, a headline incident here with this one? Oh, for sure. I mean, everything, you know, Twitter was going nuts. Yeah. Like, what is going on with Travis? And then after the game, he's like, you know, coach has really helped me calm down. Like, well, <laughs> how much <laughs> What would you have done if you hadn't? They have an interesting relationship. And, you know, Travis's older brother, Jason, played for Andy Reid in Philadelphia. So he has been around that family for years and he knows them. And Travis was a handful when he first got to Kansas City. He was someone who would get penalties for doing dumb things on the field, and he has gotten more calmed down. But I also think he knows his career is winding down, and these opportunities, it took him so long to get to a Super Bowl, he doesn't want to be on the sidelines. It looked like he was angry that he wasn't in on the play where the fumble happened. So he went over to Andy Reid and yelled, I got to be in the game. He got too close to him, almost knocked him over. Andy Reid's an older man. Okay? Yeah, yeah. He, he, shouldn't, he shouldn't be doing that, and he knows he shouldn't be doing that. But they're fine with each other. But there's no question, had they lost, that would have been a much, much bigger story. But as happens many times in sport, you just forget about it because winning glosses everything over. Yeah, and I mean, fans are forgiving, aren't they? Especially when you're winning. So I'm not sure what traction, if any, it's got in your part of the world. I mean, the fact that he had to be... These fans in Kansas City don't care about anything (laughs) as long as the team wins. There's been plenty of controversy uh, running around off the field the last six years. They don't care. And that's probably a sad thing, but that's what sport does to people. I don't know how many Super Bowls you've seen, Todd, but just coming back before we let you go, in there in Vegas, I mean, uh, when the world's most ostentatious city, I suppose, hosting the world's most ostentatious game, to be honest, and sporting event. How did they marry up together, you know, the entertainment in the entertainment capital? Well, here's the deal. I went to watch U2 in the Sphere on Wednesday night. If your people ever come to America, go – Go inside that sphere and watch whatever the hell's happening in there. Well, you can't explain what it is without being inside of it. And I'll probably remember that as much as the football <laughs> game because it was pretty wild. It was, it's like nothing I've ever seen in my life. I've seen a lot of football games. I've never seen anything like being inside that sphere and watching you two play, play for two hours. It was incredible. Well, your good friend and my colleague that we spoke to earlier, Jared Whiteley, did exactly the same thing. You might have had the same itinerary. Yeah, we might have been. It was crazy. 
I, I've never seen anything like it. And if you come to America and you go to Las Vegas, they're going to have concerts in there. They're going to have stuff in there. And I, that's something I'll never forget. You can't explain it. Like, it's like whatever the most, in, like here in America, the Grand Canyon is a great big hole in the ground, right? You can't explain the Grand Canyon without being at the Grand Canyon. I don't care how big your camera is or what you do. Pictures don't do it justice. And all the pictures I took inside this damn sphere don't do it justice to what it was to be inside of it and to be listening to YouTube play. It was wild. Unbelievable. So just before we let you go, Todd, where do the Chiefs go from here in terms of um, the contracts they might have to re-sign, the guys they might bring in, the guys they might farewell? Will there be much um, list turnover, as we put it here in Australia, in between seasons? Yeah, there'll be some turnover. I mean, Legereus Need, number 38, the cornerback, is a great player. He's going to be a free agent. Chris Jones, number 95, the defensive tackle, who is a game wrecker, is a free agent. They have some salary cap constraints. There's a way to work these things out if the players are willing to work with it. You know, Chris Jones held out the first game of the year this year, uh, missed the game against Detroit in a contract dispute. So those are the big names that they're going to have to kind of figure out. But as I said, you know, they had this same situation two years ago with Tyree Kills, the best wide receiver in football. They traded him away, and they've won two Super Bowls without him. So if you have the quarterback and you have the head coach in American football, you have a great head start over, over everyone else. Todd, fair to say it's been a very big few days for you. Amazing of you, therefore, to give us some of your time uh, this morning, our time. Loved having you on it, and what a franchise you've got at your fingertips there in Kansas City and the Chiefs. Great to have you on, mate, as always, and enjoy the uh, the parade tomorrow. I guess, do they call it Super Bowl Monday there? Because it's Tuesday there right now. It's Monday here, Tuesday there. Do you call it Super Super Monday? Because it's Super Sunday here. Well, yes, it is. It is a Tuesday morning here. We're, we're talking Super Bowl all day here. So um, we'll put the full stop on it today, mate. And you enjoy it over there. All right. And you guys, I guess, enjoy Taylor Swift when she comes to town this weekend. That'll be a, that'll be a wild scene, too. That will be a wild scene. Todd Levo there joining us. Sports Radio 810 WHB in Kansas City.